Patricia, our first office manager on this pod. What does an office manager do? The office manager does everything you don't want to do. How do you hire the right office manager? Patricia hired me. I didn't hire her. I can't say I know how to talk to people even, you know, 14 years out. And I've seen many baby dentists come out and work for us. You haven't seen a whole lot of patients compared to what you see every day in a booming practice. The way that you communicate with a parent when you're seeing the child in the chair, the way that you talk to an elderly patient, the way that you talk to a teenager, the way you talk to everybody, the way you talk to staff, engage with staff, engage with other dentists within the office. It is a completely different ballgame. And you have to go from student mentality and you all of a sudden have to grow up. Patricia trains the dentist and I have to give P 100% credit for where I am today. She's made me feel on top of the world and at the same time, the very same day, she'll make me feel this small to put my ego back in check. I love my staff, love my dentists, want everybody to be the best. I want our patients to have the best. And P often is the hated one in the office just so I look good. I hope every dentist has a Patricia. I find life is a string of pearls. You could pursue one of a million paths. We are live. What's up, everyone? We actually have a, a super familiar guest to me. We actually have my office manager, Patricia, our first office manager on this pod. Hi. Our first one. What does an office manager do? You know what? I, I think the same thing. Oh, <laughs> my just God. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> the office manager does everything you don't want to do am i right yeah yeah they do everything they take care of staff they order they take all the shit yeah. and they make you look like a king or a queen am yeah. i right yeah how do you hire the right office manager patricia hired me i didn't hire her true story yeah wait what yeah, yeah. i hired him yeah wow. tell the story so um he was a dental student and we decided to take a chance huh. and we hired him I've Wait, known what? him since he was a baby dentist. Yeah. Yeah. I've only had one dental job. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. What did you hire him for as to a dental a, student? To be a dentist once he graduated. So yeah, like she was already at the practice before yeah. I joined. Yeah. Because oh. it wasn't a startup. It was like an existing practice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So she knew me when I was still, she knew me when I was in like third year or second year. So what did you look for in Neki? Like, what did you look for when you were scouting? Because there's obviously a bunch of other kids there. Well, personality. Biggest thing, right? Um, we want to make sure that somebody's going to be able to represent our belief of what the practice is um, and will become and that our patients will find a connection. Um, as far as knowing skill level, you don't know that. And when they first come out of school, honestly, let's be, let's be real here. Nobody has skill level. That's something that grows with them. Um, so, yeah, personality. That's what you hire for. You hire for personality. Everything else will come, right? It's, it's so true, but a lot of people don't have that personality. And it's, that's why I was asking our previous guest, Bruce. I was like, man, a lot of dentists graduate, and we don't know their hand skills, and they don't have a personality because they're all just, you know, I got 98 in school. I'm stuck in my head in a book, and they don't know how to talk to people. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I, that's why I think, like, I, I can't say I know how to talk to people even, you know, 14 years out. But I still feel that a lot of new grads are coming out and they don't know how to talk to people. And they don't have the hand skills. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The language um, and all of those things, you know, it takes a while to go from... And I've seen many baby dentists come out and work yeah. for us. And that's what I call them when they're brand new. You're just a baby dentist, right? You don't really know. You've ne you haven't seen a whole lot of patients compared to what you see every day in a booming practice. 
you really haven't touched on anything. The way that you communicate with a parent when you're seeing the child in the chair, um, the way that you talk to an elderly patient, the way that you talk to a teenager, the way you talk to everybody, the way you talk to staff, engage with staff, engage with other dentists within the office. It is a completely different ballgame, and you have to go from that, that student mentality, and you all of a sudden have to grow up. And all of a sudden, I'm talking to you every day. You can't say this to this patient. This patient came in, and this is what the mom said. Did you say this? Did you do this? Did yeah. you say this to the assistant? And it is a, it's a growing thing, and a person has to be really okay with that. Yeah, I, I, Patricia trains the dentist, like no joke. But like, how is that dynamic? Because like, obviously, she's more experienced at the job. Yeah. That you have to you have to put your ego away. Yeah. And and we just had this conversation with a, another dentist and we were like, "Listen, this is not how it goes." P sat them down and was like, "This is how you talk to staff. This is how you talk to patients." And she's seen it all. She's seen she's more experienced in the dental field than I am. And how, so How do you manage up like that? It just I just talk to him like I have the best interest of the practice. That 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 is true no matter what. And I always say like, you have the luxury of going into your day and looking at your patients you're gonna see today and you just look at that patient and that's your day. I have to think how every single thing you say to that patient affects their upcoming cleaning appointment, affects their kid's appointment because everything you say where you're like, buddy, here's my number, you can call me anytime. Yeah. Then that person is calling you all the time, right? We have, and, like, and I'm saying, no, why is this person calling me? Right? <laughs> so there's rules that have to be followed and in place and I, don't have that luxury of just thinking about these patients that are in this chair today. I have to think all the patients in the whole office. I have to think how if he says something to his assistant, oh yeah, you can take a longer lunch today. That how that affects yeah, it trickles down the other forty some yeah. people in our office. <laughs> Patricia's always looking big picture, and she's always like uh, always trying to balance the house of cards. Because uh. if if I'm like fucking something up on this side. Yeah. She's trying to balance it on this side. Right. Yeah, and, and I have to give P 100% credit for where I am today. Because I, I, am, I am still that idiot dentist not knowing how to talk to patients, not knowing how or where to build the practice. Like, I don't know how to do that. Do we, did you learn that in school? Hell no. no. I she's, didn't even know what an office manager was. She, and she built me, man. Wow. And she's, she's built me, and, and she's... She's made me feel on top of the world, and at the same time, the very same day, she'll make me feel this small to put my ego back in check. And, and it's so important that she, she has that, and it's so important that every dentist has that person in their practice to do that to them. Because at the end of the day, who the hell are we? And it has to be coming from a place of respect, mutual yeah, respect, absolutely. and love. And like, you have to trust me. We have to do things this way. So Dr. Jamal places a lot of implants. Do you see that? Please don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. I, I, don't, I, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Necky? <laughs> so he, um, he places a lot of implants. And we were, he was going in and doing these consults. And he's like, why, like, why aren't these people like booking like I'm great I, yeah. I, I can do great things and yeah. I'm like you do your consult and then I'll come in and do another consult yeah because I will talk to them and I will explain it so they listen and so that they understand because he goes in and first of all they're just wow oh my god the dentist is here like yeah he's here yeah. <laughs> and they don't really retain a lot hmm. and they don't understand what he's talking about and I go in 
And I'm like, I'm going to just repeat a lot of what he said. Some of it might be new. Some of it might be, you know, repeat. But we're going to go through everything, and I'm going to talk to you. And I just slow it right down, break it apart. What are these? They look like bike seats. They're <laughs> the headphone stands. Oh, okay. Okay. And so since then, yeah, it's, it's much like better. Yeah. so much better. No, and it's it just she's the communication piece behind the whole office. Like, like staff doesn't come to me to ask me, hey, can I have this day off? Hey, uh, I'm going to not be working here anymore. Hey, like I don't even know new people hired until I see them walking around peasing in the tour. I'm like, who is this? I'll and be like, we like, hired like, an assistant. He's like, who for? Right? Yeah. Like, just no idea. <laughs> yeah, you do yeah. know how many no, people. <laughs> it's, it's no joke. The case in point, how many people do you have working at the office? 33. And P's like, actually, you have 41. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I've hired two since then. So now we have 43. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like... I can't juggle everything. Like I'm so busy teaching and I'm so busy. Like, you know, my new favorite hobby is this podcast and it brings me so much joy. And P knows that. And am I, am I present at work past four thirty? No. And P takes so much of that shit off my plate, man. And I really, I appreciate that. But unfortunately the closest people that you're to, you take it out on the most. Yep. Patricia, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. I take it out on her, man. And, yeah. and and I expect things to be a certain way and she expects things to be a certain way and then there's a breakdown in communication and, and at the end of the day, I know Patricia will always have my back. And and that's I think the the key definition of the best teammate you can ever have. Good so question. You, you need someone in your corner. That's what your office manager does. Why do you care? Oh man, I feel like it's a really rare thing. Like I feel like this is my practice and like I'm like I remember when we had four ops I remember I remember like all the things right and I just heart and soul into it and I stress about things like oh my gosh right like I'm like I just want everybody to be happy I want everybody to be successful like I just yeah. want my dentist she, to be she's happy she's so good at that like you know what P? what I, I, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, it just, I don't know why I'm getting emotional here, but I would not be sitting here if it weren't for you, Pete. I really, I love you to pieces. Aww. I love you so much because you, you did build me up. And, and I just, I, I don't know. You, you did. You, you had those hard conversations with me, and I get in my own head, but you were always there to, uh, uh, like, set me on the right path. You taught me how to talk to people. You taught me how to not send that email that oh, when I was super angry, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you taught me how to be a human Aww. because dentistry, like you graduate from school and I was that idiot that didn't know how to talk to anyone and to have someone in your corner always lift you up no matter what, no matter how much I put her down, she would lift me up. I'd be like, I don't have time for you, Pete. I got, I got so much going on. You deal with it. I trust you. You deal with it. And she would always make the right decision and do it with a smile. And, and I'm, it's pretty rare to ever have that. Mm-hmm. Now, why do you care? Why do I care about what? P. About P? Because I, at the end of the day, she will always be there for me. And she knows I will always be there for her. And, and even when I'm short and I know it's like, and no one knows the side of me but P, is like, you can't smile forever. Yeah. And you see, you, what, what side of me do you see? You see the smiley me, right? You see everyone around here at this dental conference. They, they see the tall dude with the big smile speaking in front of, you know, hundreds of people. But they don't see like... Like, they see the up, but they don't see the down, man. You can't smile forever. 
You should see when he doesn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Grouchy. He isn't right? eating today. Yeah, I haven't eaten. I offered him a banana. He didn't yeah, even take yeah. it. Yeah, he'll eat it later. Yeah. But at work, it's just, yeah. And, you know, like if you look back at the early days. Yeah. The early days, right? Yeah. And I basically forced him to go get his sedation training. Yeah. And I forced him. And we had a little bit of... You know, encouraged. Yeah. I'll say I, I, encouraged. I really encouraged yeah. you, right? I, I'm telling you, she built me, man. Yeah, she built me, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm so eternally grateful, Pete. Thank Aww. you so much. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, and, Thanks. like, even she flew across the country just to watch me speak today. Like, that's wicked. It was really cool. Yeah, that was, was good. That was, that was super cool. It was really cool. Yeah. How do you find, like, someone like that? Like, how do you have someone like that on your team? <laughs> how do you have someone like that on your team, Pete? It, I don't know. I don't know because I, I know a lot of other office managers that don't care like I do. Yeah. I love my staff, love my dentists, want everybody to be the best. I want our patients to have the best. And I know that's what everybody wants, but I really, I w I'm not scared to have those like tough conversations and be like, when you saw this patient today, what did you say? Because yeah. this is what I heard. Yeah. And so we need to change. Okay, going forward, you know get that language out yeah. of there and and p often is the is is the hated one in the office just so i oh, look yeah. good do you know what i mean like she'll she'll take a lot of the rap and i think a lot of office managers do i'll be like kp uh figure this situation out here and she has to make hard choices and who are they mad at at the end of the day p not me not yeah. you you get to be the cool boss yeah. i get to be the cool boss he just strolls in with his coffee and, hey, good morning, and walks, and everybody's mad because yeah. we no longer have whatever going on, right? But, yeah, um, yeah it's good. I think, I think being an office manager is, is really tough these days, too, because you're always you're trying to keep the patients happy, and you're trying to keep staff happy, and it's a house of cards. I really think every practice is a house of cards out there. And I don't mean to be negative about that, and, like, don't get me wrong, we have done incredible we have done absolutely incredible and, and Patricia, you know, she, she's taken a huge role in that with all the partners in the office, with the different dentists, with the assistants. Um, I think every dental office is that balancing act of, of trying to, to do well, but also, you know, trying to be the best we can be and, and kind of sweeping, like not letting anything be swept under the rug at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's very difficult to do. How do you keep yeah. the energy of caring like that up? Over how many years have you been doing this? I was me, two thousand nine. Like when 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 did you join the office? Two thousand nine, I joined. Patricia was part of it. Two thousand one, ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. So how do you keep that energy of caring up? Yeah, I don't know. I'm generally a pretty high energy, positive person. But I mean, there are days when I'm just like. I <laughs> like. I need mental health day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I. It's more like 15 minutes. I need to go get a yeah. coffee. Um. You just do. I think you have to like. We love our community. I never want to represent our practice in a way that is gonna reflect poorly on us. And so I feel like I'm like in the spotlight all the time. Not just when I'm at the office, but you know I. I do things that are really engaged in our community and put our patients first. And I'm constantly thinking, how how are yeah. they going to perceive me? If I'm bitchy at Safeway, that's my patient. Yeah. If I am, you know. There's no days off. No, no days off. See, even how she says, my patient. It's yeah. not your patient. It's not. 
the clinic's patient. It's, it's your. It's it, my that, patient. That's very rare. No, not many people think like yeah, that. Yeah, it, that's that's my patient. Absolutely. And that's how I feel every case is. Like yeah. that's my patient because if they're unhappy with him or with her or with my staff, yeah, it's me that has to deal with it, right? I don't like I said I don't get to just look at oh there's eight patients in my hygiene chair today and I only have to see these eight people and that's it and I go home for the day. That's not the case. I have patients, you know, contacting me 24-7, really, right? Yeah. Um, she does, man. She so does. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. What do you think, um, like, for someone that wants to be an office manager, what, what, how do they learn to be an office manager? How do, you, how do you become a great office manager? So I think what you have to do is you have to be really tough. Like, not have things hurt your feelings. And you have to constantly realize that the schedule today and the office today, nothing's set in stone. Our yeah. rules today, they might change in a week. We're going to try this. It's going to work. And you can't take it personally. Okay, we tried this. It doesn't work. Let's try this. And you just have to be kind of, like, fluid and be like, yeah, okay, let's drill. That worked last week, but let's try this. And you have to constantly be growing. Like, we talk about change yeah. and how important it is and growth, but we see growth differently, right? I, I find change so difficult. Like, so, so difficult. I like the status quo. It's working. Why are we got to change it? But you got to evolve all the yeah. time. Yeah. And I always have to say, we well, don't have to like it. Like, you might think something that I want to do is yeah. stupid or whatever. You don't have to like it. You just have to do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just Trust it, yeah. me. Just do it. And if we don't like it, we can go back to the way that it was. But yeah. it's... We have a great team. We have great patients. We have yeah. great owners. We have meetings weekly. Um, Half the time, I'm not even there. Sometimes he doesn't come. <laughs> so got a podcast. <laughs> Dr. Elison, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Jamal, and myself, we have meetings. We sit down every week, talk about, you know, basically it's more of an information session where I tell you guys, yeah. this is what's going on. This is what we need to do. What are your thoughts on this kind of thing? And, uh, and we make sure that we're like all aware of what's going on you know we've had this issue this is how i dealt with it i decided to do this they say their things as well and it's like really we'll have things during the week and it's like we'll talk about that at our meeting we'll talk about that at our and meeting. then i don't even show up so sometimes he doesn't show up <laughs> so i've started recording who's actually attending the meeting do you take his attendance yeah i put it at the top now because he'll be like i wasn't at that meeting that i was like actually september 14th yeah. 2021 this there. was discussed you yeah. were there and he's like oh you yeah. know, so. But no, honestly, like she helps me develop my goals. I think every great office manager should have goals, and and we should have goals to, to progress the practice forward. And and Patricia holds me accountable for those goals. And, and and I think the only way to have a goal is to have a measurable goal, right? And so we we have these measurable goals that you know numbers we want to hit, whatever, right? And so Patricia helps us maintain that track, as I think the the office manager should. If I ask one of our treatment coordinators. They don't care about those things. They just care about filling that individual chair, individual chair. Whereas Patricia will, you know, take it, take a step back from that and look at all, you know, 20, 22 chairs as a whole, and we'll be like, okay, this is where we need to go. This is mm -hmm. how we need to grow. What's going on here today? Where yeah. are we short assistants? And building a schedule for an office our size is kind of like a lot too like I do this assistant schedule and I'm always like Whew, right because it's not just everybody works every day yeah. he doesn't work every day she doesn't work every day um, our assistants don't work every day they have appointments we also try to be really flexible with everybody has a life oh, and yeah. we try to support community and, and family and things like that as well so it's a lot yeah yeah but you I know just, what Patricia fucking kills it I was just going to make one more point this whole thing would have been completely fucked if you had an ego or if you had an ego yeah, yeah. 
we, I mean, some days I, I got mean, some days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it would have been. It would have ruined the whole yeah. thing, and your whole career would have been different. It would have been yeah. on a completely different path. No, I give. I honestly, I give Patricia one hundred and ten percent credit for everything. I would not be teaching if she didn't pursue it. I remember, man. I remember when in twenty, gosh, twenty fifteen. She's like, Nikki, how cool would it be if, if on the other side of this clinic our clinic, you had a teaching center and you could bring that in. And, and uh, Reagan said the same thing. She was like, mm-hmm. how cool would it be if, if you could start like teaching? Don't you want to build that teaching space? And it, like put this thought in my head, teaching. You mean I could like go up and, and talk to people? And they're like, What he yeah. actually said was, well, who's going to listen to me? Yeah. Who's going to, right? Like, mm, and we're like, uh, like, yeah. come on, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, the people around me have really, have really built me up and, and Patricia is a huge part of it, man. You're lucky. Yeah, 110. percent I tell him I, every I, day. I, <laughs> I need to listen to that my own uh, my own words more, P. But I, I love you to pieces, Aww, and I, I love hope you too. I hope more. I hope every dentist has a Patricia. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too because it's a pretty good thing. Yeah, we're I, pretty good. Too. I love my job. Yeah. Uh, there are some days where I'm just like, <laughs> screw you, Nucky. We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. He's busy. He's what's on his mind. But I need to really talk. But you are really good when I'm like, no, I actually need you right now. Yeah. You're like, okay, what? Right? But yeah, um, yeah it's really good yeah. and lots of growth and positive things. And yeah. thank you for coming on, Pete. Thanks for having we me. I it. wasn't expecting this. No, that was, it was awesome. great. Okay, well, it was, it was awesome. so good meeting you too. Le- likewise. Right. <laughs> okay, this is good. Have a good rest of your day. Pete. We'll I love see it. you. How soon. do I get one of these? We got one for you. No. Yeah. Better believe it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want one. Okay. Okay. Awesome. We'll Thanks. Bye. All right. Welcome to the Hi, I'm Do- Neki. Is that a that sweater? Man. Yeah, dude. Dude, it's the Hi, I'm Doctor sweater. Oh, dude, I see you got yours on too. Looking sharp, bro. Dude, where'd you get yours from? Uh, it, it was super easy, man. I just went on to our website, www.hiimdoctor.com. That's H-I-I-M-D-R.com. We have a website. We must be raking in cash from swelling, selling these sweaters. Dude, we are killing it. I mean, if, if that includes losing money on every single sweater that we make, I, I think we're doing really well. Yeah, Neki and I are donating all proceeds, which is zero, to charity because we are losing money. We're, <laughs> so I, I wonder if the charity will pay us. I think I think we got something here, man. Let's, let's keep on <laughs> let's keep on losing money on every sweater. All righty, guys, go check us out. Hi, I'm Doctor. Com. Let's see ya.